Welcome back to Sin Student Ministries Anchored Podcast. Today we find ourselves in chapter 10 of the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 10 says, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter first, say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into the streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You shall be brought down to Hades. The one who hears you hears me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. The seventy-two returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In that same hour he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows who is the Son except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see, for I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, and did not see it, and to hear what you hear, and did not hear it. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers, who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound his wounds, poured on oil and wine, Then he set him on his own animal, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii, and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, You go and do likewise. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. 
And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken from her. For today's nugget of truth, we're going to focus in on verses 13 through 16 here in chapter 10 of Luke. What I want us to look at here is uh, the significance of what he's talking about. So this is in the context of him giving the power to these individuals to go out and proclaim the good news to the places that Jesus is going to be going. And he said that there's a shortage of harvesters, there's a shortage of laborers, yet he sent them out two by two into the land, and he's called them to go to these specific places. He's also told them that it's going to be better for cities like Sodom on the Day of Judgment than for some of these cities that they're going to be going to because of the unbelief that they're going to encounter. And so as we look here, we're really going to see that there are three cities here in this section, Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum, that are given a very strict judgment here in this passage that is compared to a different judgment that's given to places like Tyre and Sidon and other parts of the scriptures. When we think about Sodom, Sodom is a city that is probably the most well-known out of all of these places. That's because we see it specifically in Genesis 19, and we know the downfall of that city and God's anger and judgment that is brought about and the wrath that he pours out upon that sinful city. We can also look at places like Ezekiel 26 through 28 that display the wrath of God being poured out on Tyre. And so Tyre and Sidon, these other cities that were judged for their wickedness and sinfulness in that time. And here we have them saying that it's going to be better for those cities because had what God done in their midst been done the same as what God has done in Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum. There would have been radical differences in what's going on. But the central focus of this is on verse 16, where we see this large link made between the people who are going out and making these proclamations, those people and Jesus, and Jesus in the Father. And so he says, the one who hears you hears me, being the one who hears the messengers that are sent out, hears Jesus. The one who rejects them is not really rejecting them, but is rejecting him. And the one who rejects him is going to be the one who also rejects the one who sent him, who is God. And so it's important that we see that as these messengers go out with the gospel, with the good news, to share that to the people around them, it's important that we understand that there are significant ramifications to them rejecting the message of those messengers. It's the same for us today. As we go and carry the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ to other people around us, it makes it so that there can be a connection between us in that person that is really connecting that person to Jesus with the power of the gospel. And that's important because it's saying that when you're doing this, the rejection that takes place is going to bring about judgment. The accepting of that gospel is going to bring about the blessings of eternal life. So it gives us a significant opportunity to be speaking truth in life and hope to people around us because we are the direct tie for those individuals to the promises of hope and eternal life 
or to the judgment that's going to take place. And when we see this in the scriptures, it's important that we understand that God has chosen to use us as his messengers for that. When you look here at Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum, those are three significant cities on the northern side of the Sea of Galilee that witnessed many miraculous things. They witnessed Jesus in his most fruitful ministry time on earth, up there doing so many things in their midst, yet they did not recognize or did not choose to accept the message that he was bringing through his miracles, nor through the messengers who came through that area for the most part. And we see in a similar situation today that we have the word of God revealed here in the United States. We have access to God's word. We have access to phenomenal preachers of God's words and many things through the internet, uh, through even social media, through the books that have been written, computer programs that are present. We have so many things that reveal to us the message of God that is available to us as a nation, yet many people here do not listen to, nor do they accept the message that is being proclaimed to them. And so the understanding of what this passage is saying is that if they have the opportunity, they have the access, they have the availability to see the miraculous things of God and choose to reject it, that is going to heap upon judgment for those people. And so it's a sobering thought for us today as we think about the fact that we live in a nation and a time where access to God's word, access to the story of who he is and what he's done, how he's revealed himself, is something that has a great potential to be heaping up judgment upon the people around us instead of allowing them to see what's going on with the truth of the gospel. And so we are not to be discouraged by that, but are to all the more be committed to displaying compassion and mercy to these individuals as we share the gospel in hopes that they will respond rightly to what has taken place. Because there were people in Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum who did humbly accept the power of the gospel, and that transformed their lives and allowed them to be messengers continuing to give the gospel message to the people around them. As far as question for this passage, we're going to talk a little bit about one of those little uh, discrepancies in manuscripts. Uh, in fact, if you're following along in like an NASB version of this text instead of an ESV, which is what I'm reading from, uh, then you're going to see that this passage says it's the mission of the 70 versus the 72. And so that's a minor difference between some of the earliest manuscripts and some of the other manuscripts on what's going on. Was it 70 that he sent out or did he send out 72? Um, did he send out the 72 by 2? Uh, was that possibly where that error took place? Either way, when we look at it, we're saying that he sent out this significant portion of people uh, in these pairs, either 35 or 36 pairs that's sent out. Um, but it's a small thing that's there. Our texts allow us to know, hey, there's a little asterisk or there's a little numeral there that shows you, hey, some of the manuscripts have the other thing. Once again, it does not change the significance of what's going on in this passage, but does explain something that's going on. And so thought that was worth talking about. We've talked a little bit about the changes of manuscripts and those things. Here's an example of that. It's very small. It's not going to significantly alter the interpretation of this passage, 
but is something that we do want to know because they want us to know, hey, we did find this discrepancy here. We do want you to know about it. We're being transparent in that. Uh, and it's not something significant in terms of what's taking place in the text. But there's lots of different parts of this passage that we haven't touched on. And so as you look through it, if you have a question about something, we would encourage you to uh, seek the answer for that question. Find other people who are able to curiously study God's word with you uh, that are able to help you as you seek to understand it in a greater sense. As you do so, it's our prayer that you are growing in your love for the Lord and your desire for moving forward with the gospel work in your life, whatever that means for you and your significance today. So know as you study God's word, as you seek to love him greater today, you are loved. You're-